For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Use the code word REBEL for a discount on pillows, sheets, pet beds, and everything else at MyPillow.com. What is happening? Good to see you, Rebels. It is Monday afternoon. It's freezing in Colorado. I should check the weather, but I'm not going to. It's got to be in the 20s. Um, I guess winter has hit. It hit early. It's hit often. Whatever. Um, let's dive into it. A um, couple things in the news. Alibaba, the Chinese online retail giant, has a thing called Singles Day. Apparently, it was... Uh, uh, like a anti-Valentine's Day that happened a while back, and now they have their own uh, Amazon Prime Day or Black Friday on Singles Day. Today, they've sold over $30 billion already. Yeah, $30 billion already. That's insanity. Uh, and Taylor Swift performed a concert there. I'm not sure how she does that with what's going on in Hong Kong. Uh, apparently, money talks. Um, and I was thinking about that, thinking... Like, how much money do you need? Do you really need to do the concert in China during the Hong Kong protests? Is it really worth it? Like, that's just insane. Totally insane. A um, couple more responses on the survey. Uh, why our sponsor today is CovenantEyes.com. Code REBEL for a free month of porn filtering. Cove Smart, code REBEL Parenting for 45% off a home security system. Uh, one of the commenters on the Rebel survey uh, was lamenting pornography in his life and marriage and how much damage it's done. Uh, and that continues to be a theme we hear all the time. It happens all the time. Uh, we're going to have someone in the studio tomorrow talking about teens and porn and how prevalent it is amongst teens. So if you are a parent, if you've got teens in the family, I would recommend getting a filtering software for your home. Covenant Eyes is the best one on the market today as researched by us here at Rebel Parenting. Um, another thing that I hear on the survey, and I'm going to dive into today's topic, is that uh, I hear that it was from wives, obviously. She said, my husband needs more slash better Christian friends. And uh, I think a lot of men don't have as many friends as they used to in the past. A lot of men are lonely and don't really know it, or do and don't know what to do about it. I would say to women, though, one thing when you're encouraging your husband to gain more friends or to go hang out with his friends, you can't expect him to make friends like you do. You can't expect a man to be a woman. You can't expect him to hang out with his friends like you do. Um, my wife went and hung out with her friends today. One of her friends has contracted breast cancer. And so they all showed up and they all prayed and they talked about deep, meaningful things in their life and shared their feelings from the second they got there until the second they left. Um, I love it. I think it's fantastic. You can't expect your husband to do that with his friends right away, nor can you really expect him to share all those things with you the second he gets back. Um, men tend to share feelings while they're doing something else, working in a car, fly fishing, playing video games, watching the fights, smoking cigars, something else needs to be going on for them to feel comfortable sharing their feelings. It also takes a lot longer for men to do that than women. So if you want your husband to hang out with his friends, go let him hang out with his friends. Just don't grill him when he gets home on all the things he talked about, all the things they did. And did you ask him this? And did he talk about this? And did you share this thing you're struggling with with him? Uh, 
chances are probably no uh, first or second or fifth or sixth time. It takes men a lot longer to do that. Uh, it takes them a lot longer to build those types of friendships. So encourage him to make friends. Encourage him to hang out with his friends. Uh, but just let him be a man. Let him go and do his thing. Uh, the one thing I will talk about today, I wanted to, is called is is on the subject of seasons. Um, when people are going through hard times, it is difficult in the moment to think of this as temporary. It feels like forever, whether that is your kid that's going nuts or you're going through a health crisis or your marriage is in trouble or you've lost your job or whatever it is. So many times in the moment, we forget this is just a season. It's not going, it's probably not going to be forever. Uh, Laura and I have been through all kinds of things. We've been through job loss. We've been through um, loss of loved ones. We've been through two seasons of cancer. We've been through health crises uh, for myself, uh, for the kids. And in the moment, it feels like this is going to be for eternity. And it's easy it's easy to think that. The thing to do, though, is to remind yourself this is a season. This too shall pass. Oftentimes in the moment, in the heat of things, we can get a little crazy and our mouths can get ahead of us uh, where we think this is going to be forever. And so we've got to solve it right this second. We can't slow down and let time take its course. Um, I think slowing it down and remembering this is just a season can help prevent you from making mistakes or help prevent you from, yeah, making mistakes. Um, whatever it is, uh, we've got a friend who's who contracted breast cancer and I'll be talking to his husband. It's terrible. Uh, it's terrible. Uh, the only thing worse than actually contracting cancer is being the loved one of the person contracting cancer because you're totally helpless in the situation. There's nothing you can do. They're going to go through surgeries. They're going to go through chemo. They're going to go through all kinds of things, and you can't do anything about it. Uh, it's definitely second, though, to the person going through those situations. But just remember, it's a season. It won't always be this today. It won't always be this situation with chemo today. It won't always be this situation where you're throwing up because of the chemo or you're sore because of the surgery. It will pass. It feels like an eternity. But don't remind the person going through it. Maybe uh, that's probably not the most compassionate thing you can say to a person when they're uh, looking for sympathy or empathy from you. Most likely empathy. Well, when someone needs empathy, definitely give them empathy. But you can also tell yourself, this is going to pass. We're going to get through this. We will come out of this on the other side. Who will I be on the other side of this? Uh, what will my family be like on the other side of this? Will we be intact? Will we be broken up? What can I do to... Uh, lessen the pain throughout this process and situation, whether it's joblessness or, uh, you know, health crisis, things like that. Um, remember, it's a season. It comes and goes. Um, I don't know. I just thought I needed to say that today. Uh, we've gotten a lot of prayer requests for crises going on in families, and we definitely pray for every single one of those. And most of those things are a season. You will get through it. Um, what I will say, I was talking to someone over the weekend that was going through a marriage crisis is you're stronger for going through the crisis and coming out on the other side than you are running from the crisis. I was talking to an army chaplain a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about this subject and he said, well, it's true in the army. 
you know, who do you want to go into battle with? A guy that's been through seven tours or a guy that's been through no tours? And it's like, of course, the guy that's been through seven tours, the guy that's battle-hardened, battle-tested. That's why they call it battle-tested, battle-hardened, because they've been through battles. They know what to do. They're not going to panic under fire. Uh, my marriage today is strong because of the hard times we've gone through, not because of the easy times. It's strong because we've been through so much junk, so much pain and suffering. I wouldn't wish it on anybody else. And it's why we're strong today. It's why when things come our way, which they will throughout your life, you know, it's not like you go through a hard time, then you're never going to go through a hard time again. They come and go. Uh, and when they come, you can look at that and go, you know what? I wouldn't want to go through this. This stinks. And we're going to get through it. And I know so because of all the other things we've been through. When it seems darkest, that's when your relationship has the most potential for being battle-tested. Uh, this couple was going through a hard time. Uh, the wife was talking to me about it because her husband uh, is struggling, can't keep a job for very long. And it's like, he knows this. He's not totally dumb. He knows what's going on. And in this moment, as you feel like you're picking up all the slack, doing all the things, you know, your marriage has the most potential for greatness in going through these things, not going around these things, not running away from them. The studies show those couples that come close to divorce and yet stick it out, go through counseling, go through therapy, work it out, stick together, are far happier than those that cut and run and ditch it. So I would say go through the hard times and remind yourself constantly, this is a season. This probably won't be here in six months. It probably won't be here in a year. We're going to get through this. In fact, if you're going through a health crisis, talk to the doctor. How long can we expect to go through this season of our life? Mark it on the calendar. Hey, we've got another year. We've got six months. We've got three months. We've got whatever it is. Mark those milestones down. I was, I was reading a book uh, from Brian Bishop, uh, one of the co-hosts on the Adam Carolla podcast. He's got a book about his brain tumor called Shrinkage. And he talks about cancer and things like that being a pit so deep you can't climb out of it. But every little thing that's good is a rock that helps you climb out. You feel a little better today than yesterday. You did a little better today than yesterday. You know, you meet the doctor you wanted to meet. You get the treatment you wanted to get. You know, whatever those things are, every little win is a rock or a rung on a ladder that helps get you out of that pit. Same thing with problems in marriage. Same thing in problem with problems with your kids. Uh, the longer you can stick it out, the more you can go through that, the better it's going to be. Uh, we've done that in our family. I love being a parent now. It's crazy. I love it. It's such a surprise uh, to, to where I was 13 years ago when I was so, so fear-based. I was so afraid of being a parent. I was so afraid of blowing it. I was so afraid of messing up. And I have a million times. I've messed up a ton of times. But that's not the most important thing. The most important thing is I changed as a person and I now love being a parent. It's not always easy watching my kids suffer and go through hard times. Junior high stinks. Junior high is a super tough time for everybody to go through and watching your kid go through it is really, really hard. But the more you can in tune to them and be there for them, not tell them this is just, I mean, in a way we do. We tell them if you can get through the next two years, then you can get through anything in life. The next two years are going to be super rough. I mean, hormones and drama and all the things kids go through, the more you can stick it out, but just be there for your kids. The answer isn't always or most of the time, hey, this is just a season, you're going to get through this. The answer is to in tune and empathize with your kids or your spouse or your friend, your neighbor, your parents, whatever it is. Empathize with them 
and be in tune to them so they know you're there. They know you care about them. Suffer with them. Be sad with them. Be joyous with them. All those things. That will give you a strong, strong, strong relationship. And never stop telling the Lord. He never wants us to stop talking to Him and communing with Him and having a relationship with Him. Never stop telling the Lord what you're going through. Does He know? Yeah. Does He want to talk to you anyway? Absolutely. Appreciate you guys. Hope you're doing well. If you need anything, email me, help at rebelparenting.org, and I will see you soon.